You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. On today's show, we are going to talk all about the news from today. And on later on in the show, I will jump in with a segment that I did with Locked On Gators to talk about the biggest story of the weekend. That would be C.J. Felder's decision and where he's going to play next year. And get based off of what I just said about who I'm going to talk to, you know where he's going to end up. So we'll kick it off with that. C.J. Felder made his decision on Saturday evening. He is going to transfer to the Florida Gators. Again, can't hate him for doing that. He's from the South. He's a South Carolina guy. Um, the, he, he had tons of SEC interest going into this, heading into the portal season. So, you know, this is a great move for him. Can't fault him for it. And again, I, again, people are, are ripping on Grant, Earl Grant for this. I'm telling you, C.J. Felder and Jay Heath, I believe, had their decision made that they were going to transfer before Earl Grant was ever hired. And when you allow teams like the Florida Gators, who have won national championships, to start to talk to players, I don't care if you're, you know, John Beeline coaching for Boston College, you're going to lose these players. It's just going to happen. So you're going to want to get be uh, you're going to want to get Earl Grant's guys in here. I'm not making excuses for Earl Grant. I'm just being realistic with what's happening. And I I say that because I see a lot of irrational just hatred towards this guy. <laughs> He's only been the coach for like two and a half weeks. Felder's gone. Jay Heath's gone. T- Winston Tabs is gone. It's on to the transfer portal, and the names are slowly coming in for Boston College. But you know, I don't even feel comfortable talking about him. I know one name that people had mentioned was actually a true freshman, Lucas Taylor, who was committed to Clemson, and Anthony Goings, their um, assistant coach, who was heading to Boston College, was his main recruiter. He, re- he committed to Wake Forest this weekend, so that tells you how, you know, up and down this can be. So, But best of luck to C.J. Felder. I think he has a, a bright future ahead of him. Of any of the players that entered the transfer portal, he stings the most to me because I think, you know, in a good system, he'll be better. You know, the biggest thing with Felder was that he was made to play the five, and he's 6'7". So I if he plays a good power forward, I think he's going to be really good for the Gators. So... Um, best of luck to him. Now on to baseball. Baseball. This is this is one of the series that blew my mind this weekend and really kind of exposed Boston College as they took on number thirteen Virginia Tech. Now the first game, Boston College goes out. They score six runs in the first inning. I talked about this on um, on Friday's podcast, and, and they win. They won seven to three. Mason Pelio did fine. You know they did what they needed to do. Friday and Saturday's games were absolute messes because. Emmett Sheehan pitched six in the third inning through 105 pitches and struck out 12. Looked absolutely dominant. Probably one of the best pitching performances I've seen out of a BC pitcher this year. And BC had a four-run lead. Well, they go to the bullpen. The bullpen blows the lead. And then they have um, one of Virginia Tech's star players up with the bases loaded, and they walk off. So BC blows what should have been an easy win with the bad bullpen again. 
I don't know how many games this is going to happen, but it happens again on Saturday too. So Alex Stiegler goes out, does what he needs to do. BC gets the lead again. And then the, I think it was a four run lead again. And then the lead just evaporates and Virginia Tech takes the lead and BC strands runners in a scoring position in the bottom of the ninth inning. Frustrating loss. And I, it just, again, like you don't want to rip on the team because, you know, they're playing hard and they're in every, it seems like they're in every game, but this is a major problem with Boston College right now. The bullpen and just, I, I, I'll say the bullpen. I just feel like the bullpen has not been, you know, serviceable at all. And it's, it's a major flaw. Like when you have three of your starters go out and pitch quality games, or not, Stiegler didn't pitch quality, he pitched four innings, but when you have your three starters do well and then blow two of them, you're not a, you're not a playoff team. You're not, you know, BC's now in the basement of the ACC. They, you know, you cannot feel good about where this program is heading right now because they they have the talent. You have three all ACC play, all American players, excuse me, on this team. First round draft picks, and you're still you know three and ten in the ACC. So it's it's a tough patch of games right here, and I don't know if they got a gut check time or figure out something with that bullpen because you you cannot. You cannot let this offense do what they need to do, which the offense, again, over and over again, is doing, putting this team on their back to win. You finally get the starters going, and now the bullpen is imploding. So, you know, Boston College next weekend has NC State at home after a midweek game against Northeastern. They got they got to win three out of four games this weekend. They just have to, or the season is, is in dire jeopardy of, of just coming unglued so baseball just got, they gotta fix it they gotta figure out what to do with that bullpen or mike gambino season is in big trouble little update on softball they lost two out of three this weekend to virginia uh the lone real um bright sign in this game was Susanna anderson pitched two games back to back where she had complete games allowing only two runs in both games uh so congratulations to her she had a great game and also to women's lacrosse. I know some people have been asking me about the lacrosse team, uh, who's been they've been playing sensational. You know, they were I think they're one of the top teams in the country. Well, they played number they're number four in the country. They they played number eight Duke. They were down six nothing and came back to win seventeen fifteen. So that was a huge win for them. They are now eight and one, and they have on deck Virginia Tech on Saturday next week. So. Congratulations to the women's lacrosse team as well. Now, in a moment, I am going to talk to you about recruiting. It's like everyone's favorite subject, so I always try to infuse a little bit of recruiting on as much uh, as many of these podcasts as I can. I'm going to give you some names to watch for commitment watch, as in guys that could be coming down the pike to commit soon. So we'll check that out in just a moment. But before we do, let's look at betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and MLB are all in full swing. BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. I had, I have to say, I had an excellent weekend on BetOnline.ag. I had bets on, um, I bet on UCLA to cover the spread, and I bet on Baylor to, um, to, to beat the spread. And I hit on both, and then I bet against the Red Sox on Sunday, and I hit on all three. So I don't, I don't hit every time, but I hit pretty well this weekend. Now, bet online, you head on over there, and you could sign up and try it yourself. 
it's free to sign up. And when you use promo code locked on, you'll receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Now, let me quickly tell you about another great podcast. I talk about it all the time, and I hope you've checked it out. Locked On Today. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local expert. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. Thank you all for listening. I hope you've made Locked On Boston College part of your daily routine. This is a great 20, 25-minute podcast. I'm going to do this five days a week. We're going to get Boston College news opinions and all the analysis that you're going to need. All you need to do is make sure you hit like or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Now, this is going to be our little recruiting segment, uh, one of the one of the most popular ones I, I can tell from the metrics whenever we talk about recruiting and football. So before we get into what I was mentioning, which is that Boston College has a few names that I want to watch on um, recruit commitment watch. Let's talk about some other recruiting news that you need to know. So 247 released their 2023 rankings for players. And three, the three Massachusetts kids, uh, two of the three, Bubakar, Traor, and Dottrell Jones, they're both uh, sophomores, or, or yeah, sophomores, excuse me, at Catholic Memorial. They are now four-star recruits. So you've been asking and hoping that Jeff Halfley will bring some in. He's got a couple already. And, uh, I mean, they're both in, like, the top 150 at 247 Sports. So uh, that's a big news thing for BC. And a little just side note here that I thought was interesting, and it kind of puts Boston College in a bad spot, is I I was looking at um, some other schools. I saw, like, Florida State seemed to be popping with all these recruits that are on campus when there's actually a dead period. And what I'm finding out is that states that have more – looser uh, COVID-19 protocols are allowing recruits to come and watch practice or watch, um, you know, scrimmages or whatever, spring games, and basically giving them the chance to come on campus. They're not doing officials. They still have to follow the NCAA policy, but that seems like they're getting a little extra um, advantage that other states are not getting. So like Massachusetts, you can't do that. Practices are closed. And, but Florida, you know, there it's a free for all down there. They're allowed to do that, so it, it kind of stinks. What you know, you you would hope that, yeah, I get it that some states are allowing that, but like in, in any sense, if the NCAA wants to be more um, across the board fair, which I'm not going to get into that, you would think that they would allow, you know, either all schools are allowing it or no schools are allowing it, but they're allowing it, so whatever. So. That was just another piece of recruiting news. Also, I saw a um, so one of the players I've I've talked to, Marcus Peterson, made his top six, and Boston College is not on that list. Now I've heard buzz that uh, Boston College kind of laid like they have they have other recruits they're looking at harder, so it doesn't surprise me that he didn't make that list. But I wanted to make sure that you all knew that. And also Sullivan Weedman, Weedman, excuse me, who's from Massachusetts. He's a 2021 recruit. Um, he made his top three in Boston College. Is not on it. And then he committed to West Virginia. Not a surprise. He was not. He he. You know, I've said this before on the podcast. There's certain players that do not fit Jeff Halfley's system. 
and uh, they're not going to go after them, even if they're local. Like, you're not going to just waste a recruit just to say he's a Massachusetts kid. So I think Weedman was definitely one of those guys. He had a, a, a an offer. I'm not sure if it was committable, but he ended up going elsewhere. And, and I I don't think Boston College was all that high on him. Uh, it just I think it was just a, a scheme fit. So he ended up with the Mountaineers. Now, you all probably want to know, who are some names that I would watch for on Commitment Watch. So the first name that you're going to want to watch for is VJ Payne of Buford, Georgia. Now, if that name sounds familiar, BC landed a commitment from CJ Klinkscales, an athlete slash running back from Buford, about two weeks ago. And CJ Klinkscales is VJ Payne's teammate. And now Payne is an inside linebacker safety hybrid. So he's that, you know, Viper, you know, hybrid position player that Jeff Halfley is is dying to get more of for his team. Think of Bryce Steele, basically. And he's, you know, from everything I've heard, uh, Scales is pushing his buddy hard uh, to commit to Boston College. So he is one name I would really watch for at uh, for a commitment. Another name I would watch for is Micah Wing, a defensive end from Wilmington, Delaware. Now, if you checked out his interview with me on Boston College, uh, BC Bulletin, excuse me, um, he was very high on Boston College. Now, the big caveat with Wing is that he received an offer from Penn State recently. Um, I've heard that Wing is pretty close to committing, um, but we'll have to wait and see whether he goes through with it or if he um, decides that he wants to go with Penn State because obviously you know, Penn State sometimes is, is a tough mountain to climb. He's a three-star recruit, if you were wondering as well. And the final uh, crystal ball that I'll put in is a different one that I think uh, you won't see a lot of um, schools put or uh, sites put him as a high BC, but I got a feeling he might commit to Boston College. That's Ryan Turner. Now, he is a cornerback out of Chaminade Madonna Prep in Florida. He's a three-star, borderline four-star, who has a final three of Ohio State, Clemson, and Boston College. Now, you you look at that and you hear those three schools. You're like, yeah, Boston College isn't going to happen. Now, the big thing for him, though, is that he really wants to develop as a defensive back. Now, which of those three coaches can do that the best? You you could argue any of them, but I argue that Jeff Halfley could, could do that as well as any of those three positional coaches. So I got a, I got a, I got a sneaking suspicion Turner could be a Boston College uh, commit, and he'd be a huge one for the Eagles. Like Think of like C.J. Burton huge. Now, he's not a four-star. But obviously, if you have offers from Clemson and Ohio State and Boston College wins that, that's a big deal for BC. So I'm going to keep my eye on Ryan Turner from uh, from Florida. Now, in a moment, I am going to jump on Locked On Gators and talk with them about what Boston College lost in C.J. Felder and what the Gators are going to gain. This is going to be kind of a wrap up of, of Felder's career in Boston College, his strengths and weaknesses. You want to hear what my thoughts are and get, uh, give a chance to listen to what the Locked on Gators questions were um, about this new transfer. But before we do, let's chat about Built Bar. Built Bar is an amazing tasting protein bar. It tastes just like a candy bar, but it's a protein bar. You got to try these. There are 18 amazing flavors, 100% covered in chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Now you can, some of my favorites, I've, I've said it over and over again, I love the coconut almond, coconut, and even some of the other other ones, you, you gotta check it out. Cookies and cream, and they have, you know, some 
limited edition ones you have to check out too. Now the the Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy or gal. It helps you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Now Built Bar has a special promotion. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON15 for 20%, 15% off excuse me, at BuiltBar.com. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. I want to chat with you about one more podcast that you need to check out as we get closer to the NFL Draft. This is Locked On NFL Mocked. It's April in the Locked On NFL Network. A podcast is shifting into draft mode. April 19th through the 23rd for the Ultimate 2021 Mock Draft featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and Michael Lombardi. Find out who trades up, who trades back, and who selects the next young star. Stay tuned for more info about where you can find the Ultimate 2021 Mock Draft. Of course, the big news on Friday was that the Florida Gators basketball team brought in two transfers. The first was Missouri-Kansas City guard Brandon McKissick, who we'll talk more about in depth tomorrow. The second was the 6'7", 230-pound forward from Boston College, C.J. Felder. To get more information about Felder, I'm here with A.J. Black, the host of Lockdown Boston College and editor-slash-publisher of the BC Bulletin. A.J., give me some background on C.J. Felder here. Hey, thanks for having me on, Brandon, and welcome to the Lockdown family. Um, so C.J. Felder, he's a sophomore, just finished his sophomore year. He came to Boston College as a 17-year-old freshman, one of the youngest players in the ACC in 2019-20, and he played like that. He was very raw. He struggled on both ends of the court. You know, he had games where he'd show flashes here and there, but for the most part, he struggled. And it was a big, big, steep learning curve, I would say, for Felder that freshman year now he you know the the starting center ended up leaving boston college in um at the end of the year and felder took over he became the starter and he came back sophomore year looking like a different player you know first of all physically he looked much bigger and he just bulked up um and which isn't which isn't uncommon for you know high school kids going after their you know two years of hit in the weight room um, and he played bigger he played bigger on both ends of the court you know he started to hit more shots much more confident in his offensive part of his game and his defense was there but Boston College's defense in general wasn't very good and the biggest issue for Felder I thought was that he as you mentioned Brandon was six seven was put in as a center and you know as a you know center's in the ACC, a lot of them are seven feet tall, seven one, and he's he's he got beaten up, and those centers really kind of took it to him. So, what if you know what was the main reason that CJ Felder transferred from Boston College, and what were some of the other schools in consideration? Yeah, that's that's a great question. So, uh, Jim Christian, if, you know, Boston College played Florida and got run out of the gym earlier this year, and Jim Christian. Um, finished i think it was his seventh season with boston college and he had about a 33 win 33 percent win win percentage win uh in just overall and then like 25 percent win percentage um in acc play so they were terrible they were just a terrible team and the the play of the school the like just the program was a complete disaster so christian got fired with it with like three weeks left in the school school year to go in the schedule and uh, Felder 
from everything I've heard ended up, I, I, he, he waited until the new guy was hired. So we hired Earl Grant from the college of Charleston. Um, but I, for everything I've heard was that um, Felder had his toes in the water before that and was kind of flirting with some other schools, but he was very popular with sec schools. He had um, interviews with Arkansas, Alabama, Texas A&M, and I'm missing one, but I know he had a, a fourth or fifth one. So, he, you know, he's a South Carolina guy. So being from that area, it made a lot of sense for him to, to do that. So um, I think he just probably looked at a lot of schools and wanted to be in the SEC. I am, uh, I'm thrilled that he came here as opposed to any of the other SEC. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, yep. Especially because, I don't know if you know this, but Florida lost seven of their key players to uh, uh to either the draft or transferring uh okay. so, so they lost about three quarters of their scoring so we need some help now um so on a positive note is how i like to start things off usually when we're talking about a player uh what are some of cj felder's strengths so felder i feel is a good interior offensive player and in terms of strength this is going to sound like a cop-out answer I, I see I see his strength being more of his potential. Like he started to really take off this year. And I feel like if he's in a good system, put in at a power forward or wing spot, he's gonna really flourish. And I think he he could average, you know, 13, 14 points a night and give you some good rebounding because he in in blocks too. I mean, he's a good he's a good defender in terms of getting some um, athletic jumps in to to swat away some some passes and shots. Um I, I think he has that potential. He's good and strong to the whole. Um, not really a, a cons- consistent outside shooter, but I, I like that offense, um, and I think that'll be a, a strength that he brings to the Gators. And then what are some of his weaknesses? Because obviously, young guy, he's still, what, 18 now? I, he's very yep. far from a finished product. So what is he not great at? defense i i um you know the bit and it wasn't just him but he was a symptom of an issue with boston college and that was uh bc like you you got the ball inside and they were just they were just it was like Olay, and you know guys would just dunk and get get the easy high percentage shots in over and over and over again and a lot of it was on felder felder just couldn't get out of his own way to stop stuff um, he's also got issues with turnovers. He's very sloppy with the ball. And, um, you know, I, I think too, like, just like some of the, the mental stuff, but I, the, the thing with Felder though, as I said, with his strengths, these are all coachable stuff. Like if Mike White can fix this, if he can, you know, put him in his system and really coach him up, Felder can be that next level player. And so, there, there are issues right now, but I, I, I think a lot of it is his youth and playing in a system that was just terrible. And then to end it all, how has he developed as a player during his time at BC? I know that you mentioned he physically developed, but what are some other areas where he improved? You know, with Felder, in terms of improvement, you saw him being much more confident as a player, right? So you know, when he was, you know, a freshman and he's thrown out there and, and asked to play major minutes in the ACC, you know, he had that deer in the headlight look at times, but last year you saw a little bit more swagger to him. 
him. You saw him improve with some of his techniques, especially down low. Um, and play, you know, even though he was six seven, sometimes you couldn't tell he was six seven because he played so athletically. Um, so I think all of those pieces ended up becoming um, much more uh, – helped him develop a much more rounded game. And I think there's much more there, but that was where he ended up at the end of his sophomore year. Awesome. So, I mean, I'm hoping that he can get coached up. I know that <laughs> Florida fan base is very unhappy with Mike White right now and how some of the things went this season. So hearing a lot of uh, – he could be coached up, I'm sure. It's not super promising to some Gators fans. Uh, but I, I'm i going to stay an optimist with it, and I'm going to hope for the best there. Uh, thank you for your time, AJ. Don't forget to follow AJ on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC and hear more from him on Locked On Boston College. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you for Brandon Olson to have, for having me on the podcast. Later on this week, We'll continue talking to some other podcasts. I am going to jump on some um, NHL podcasts to talk about uh, all the players that are leaving Boston College uh, hockey. So check those out. Now, thank you all for listening. If you have not done so already, subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes. If you do so, we're going to do a five-star Friday again this week, and I'll shout you out on the show. Make sure to follow us on BC Bulletin. on Twitter, I'm at AJBlack underscore BC. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. And you can check us out on YouTube to find new videos about Boston College sports. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you all again tomorrow.